G'day guys, Dill here. This should not come as a surprise to anyone given he's one of the biggest and best sports broadcasters in Australia, but Brian Taylor's podcast, Life of Brian, is absolutely flying at the moment. Recently he's had on James Brayshaw, Tony Jones, his nephew and Sydney midfielder James Rowbottom, and even horse teeth Tommy Sheridan. Life of Brian is not just about the guests, it also provides a great insight behind the scenes of the football media and BT's life away from the mic. He's a very, very quirky man. Who would have thought picking up sticks is so important? The show is hosted by his son Harrison and it's fair to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because Harrison gives Brian a run for his money. Life of Brian is a clubby sports podcast and it should be in your rotation. IllyXX. I have a pre-prepared speech. I would like to address some events that occurred over this weekend. I am addressing these events of my own volition at the complete Of this statement, I will field a few questions from those in attendance and then we'll consider the matter closed. On Friday the 15th of July, I awoke at 6am to get an early start on a day of hard labour. As regular listeners to this online audio program will be aware, I, alongside my partner, am currently painting a house. Cutting in, base coating and taping corners are just some of the things that this role has required. Friday the 15th marked day four of a string of very arduous and fatiguing days of hard labour. Though extremely tired, I thought it best to awake early on Friday to get a head start on painting outdoor fences. Whilst below 10 degrees when I began, without complaint, I powered ahead, painting fences without ever asking for thanks or recognition. I painted and painted and painted. In fact, I painted to 5pm Eastern Standard Time, just in time to have a quick shower and get to the footy. I arrived at the AFL match located at the Melbourne Cricket Ground via train at approximately 7.20pm. I sat in the Melbourne Cricket Club on Level 3 alongside my father, Wayne, a doctor in operations of all things IGA, and my brother Mitchell, who went to Japan recently and won't shut up about it. Before the initial pill was bounced, I found myself suffering from the fatigue of an excessively laborious week of work. However, I was reinvigorated by the wonderful first quarter of AFL football on show from the football club I support, the Melbourne Football Club. The team exhibited great on-field energy, fervour and skill as the team quickly moved ahead on the scoreboard by 24 points early. However, this early positivity was soon quashed with a resurgent rally from the Brisbane Lions, formerly the Fitzroy Lions and the Brisbane Bears. The Brisbane Lions not only regained scoring parity, but in fact took a substantial lead against the Melbourne Football Club. By the time the fourth quarter came, the Lions were ahead as far as 26 points as the game came to a close. By the time the six minutes, by the time six minutes remained at the game, I found myself at a weak point. Tired from a busy week and angered by the on-field performance, I checked on my phone the next train on my line departing from Jollymont Station. Aware that bus replacements were taking place on my train line and aware how bad that would be to live through, I took the opportunity to duck out and beat the crowd. At that point in time, it felt like I was doing the right thing. I now know this behaviour simply wasn't the case. However... Melbourne went on to win the game by one point and I was doomed to watch the coverage on the wonderful app KO from the train.
Through my own hubris, laziness, and clumsy attempt to beat crowds, I missed a truly great win from my football club. In the last few days, I've been called many things. Coward. Fool. Tiny dick. Not a real fan. Tiny dick boy with a tiny dick. Idiot. Stupid tiny dick idiot. All of these fair and reasonable assessments of my behaviour. Even though the initial tweet and Instagram post were seen by a cumulative 300,000 people and built our followers substantially and actually it was, a huge, it was hugely beneficial for me to leave because it built this podcast brand, so shut the up. And also there was a lot of other dogs on the train next to me and also I bet heaps of you who talk shit have left a game early too, so shut the up. It doesn't change the fact that I made the wrong decision. And for that... I am truly, truly sorry. I can tell you right now that unless pre-planned or in the case of an emergency, I will never leave a football game early again. You have my word. I once again offer a full and wholehearted apology to our audience, our sponsors, TBC, but most importantly, Max Gorn and the other wonderful players of the Melbourne Football Club. Also suck shit Brisbane. I now consider this matter closed. May God have mercy on my soul. Also tickets to the live show are flying out the door. Two extra Melbourne shows in Melbourne added. These will be the last two on sale and they're selling real quick. Sydney ticks still avail. Adelaide people keep your eyes peeled. The venue we're going to do is small so very limited ticks. Link in the pod bio and our socials. Bounce that pill. Okay, Tom, I'm now going to field questions from you uh, to uh, you are the representative of the audience. I got, I got three things I think I want to cover. Okay. First. Yes. I'm just going to bring back the mood a little bit. Uh-huh. I didn't know about the bus replacements. Yes. No, and that's, see what? That's a great point, Tom. Yeah. Is most people who went me mm. from about 10.30 Friday night to now weren't aware of the bus replacements. And to be honest, now or I'm sort of, of vibing with you, to be honest. And I, I imagine a lot of them wouldn't, be, wouldn't have been aware of the cutting in. Yeah. Or the base coating or yeah, sure. the any of the painting that I had to do, that I had to endure. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to hire a painter. Sure. I said, just get a painter. Yeah that's, what I, yeah, that's what I'm about. Yeah. But they said it would be six grand. Oh, my Lord. And I said, oh, but like, I really don't want to paint. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah, last time I moved, my wife was pregnant. And, then the sec- and when I just moved recently, mm. my son was like nine months. So I just throw money at moving. Like, you've just got yeah. to throw money at No, to be honest, I think bus replacing trains is the worst sort of hell. Mm. So, you know, it's I'm fair. feeling you. I'm vibing with it's you. It's fair. Why on earth mm. would PTV put buses replacing trains on a footy train night? Well, I think this is probably not the questions people want to be... No, I mean, that's outrageous, bro. Okay, I'm trying to uh, be professional. Yeah, I'm coming okay. around to how you're vibing, mate, I to don't be honest. Know, I don't know why the people who do roadworks and railworks choose to do them when they do them. A lot of them piss me off as someone who lives near a train, who yep. goes to the footy on a train. Yeah. Tom, nothing to me is worse than a 
Well, let me be honest, there's one thing worse than a bus replacement, and that's missing a one-goal victory. Yeah. One-point victory, I should say. Next question. Just trying to think of my three that I have. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Come on. Well, I have an announcement that I could make on yes. this topic. I've never seen such unified calling for a Malacca of the Week. Mm-hmm. Now, Braden, as you know... This is a statement or a question? Uh, it's it's a statement. All right. On this podcast, this as you know... This is a question know, section. Every week, mm. we have a Malacca of the Week. Yeah. Which is someone who is the Greek word for wanker. Mm-hmm. And all of these teams, or all of these nominations, go into the running to be the Malacca of the Year. Yes. So far, KO's been hot favourite. Yeah. I would like to announce that I am... Hereby, no, well, Tom, bringing you, yeah, into the Malacca Hall of Fame. You are our very first member of the Malacca Hall of Fame. No, you don't even get a mention in Malacca of the Week. You're not in the running for Malacca of the Year. You're going straight to the Malacca Hall of Fame. Congratulations on becoming the first member, Broden. Um, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel good about that. I think, like, usually you have to wait 15 years to get into the Malacca Hall of Fame. Okay. And you've been, you know, <laughs> prestigious enough to get straight in there, mate. Even, is that even considering the bus replacements? To be honest, I've softened a lot since learning of that because I'm, you know, that that's really changed everything. Yeah. But no, you're still a huge Malacca. The, <laughs> the people have called for it. It had to happen. Yeah, okay. Let me tell you something, though. Mm. You should... Deep down, you know, yeah, it's actually been really good because, yes. like, I that I was I was on the train, I saw Melksham kick the goal, yeah. All the Melbourne people around me were like, "Oh, why did we all? <laughs> why did we leave?" Literally, like four or five was like, "Why did we leave?" And then this little boy, this little boy, who was seven, yeah, he had a little Spider-Man COVID mask on, yeah. He's just looking at me, go, "We should have stayed." Yeah. I say, "I know, I yeah. know," but you'll never. And I said to him. And his father, I said, you'll never leave a game early again. Yeah. And then he was like, but why did we should have stayed? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I know. I just addressed that. <laughs> I just I just told you. And then I hopped off the train towards the bus replacements. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'm going to take a photo and, and share this because what most people do when they do something as shameful as what I did. Yeah. Oh, that was my other question. Go ahead. Was, this is going to go off. Yeah. People like seeing Melbourne win and how I respond or if how we yeah. lose, how yeah. I'll respond. And I thought, this will pop. This will be huge. Yes. I didn't think it would get 170,000 views on Twitter. <laughs> no. And I didn't expect... For it to transcend, because usually whenever we tweet or social media or Instagram, whatever, yeah, it usually stays within the the you know the the ozone layer of our yeah. audience. If we're lucky, it hits Auntie Donna fringe yes. audience, you know, Auntie Donna fringe. Mm. And no, I I this photo of me saying I left early without a hashtag, without AFL D's no, lines nothing. or anything, broke into the greater AFL stratosphere. Yes. And let me tell you, folks, there are a lot of enough out there. Yeah, yeah. Just people. Yeah, I'm on the beeps. I've already beeped eight times at this point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, there are a lot of nuffs. Yeah, and a lot of people were really very rude to you. 
I wasn't a fan of some of that. There was one guy who's like, true fan, stay to the end. And in his photo, he had a Chico roll. Yeah. He's him smiling yeah. with a Chico roll. And so I just wrote back in caps like, you enjoy your Chico roll, mate. Yeah, I think that's what you do. You engage, you, you go back. So, Georgie Parker went in on you. Yep. That was one of my favorites. There were plenty of people went in on me. So, why did you tell the truth? Because it's funny. Yeah. It was a funny thing to do. If what you, I, I think it's 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 I what I genuinely thought to be real. Yeah. I thought this, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. My team played really shit. Yeah. They dropped. Not only did they drop at 30 point lead, they succumbed to yeah. a 25, 26 point lead. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I've done this. Yeah. And what I've learned over the years is the funniest thing to do is to tell the truth. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, there are many people out there who were left early and won't tell anyone. I'll put my hand up. I wouldn't have posted about it. Yeah. No, no one would have. <laughs> no. But we got so many new followers. Yeah. You're going to be on 85 podcasts this week. Um, yes. Yeah, so two guys, <laughs> one cup want to talk to me. Um, Brownies podcast. Jonathan Brown yeah. want to have me on. Just got a message from Junk Time. And Michael Chamberlain wants me to have me on. Yeah. They all want to hang shit on me. Yeah. Which I think is fair. Is it? Because yeah. I am a... Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a special person. I'm in the Malacca Hall of Fame. Exactly. You're the only one. And that's what you tell all these podcasts. I've heard it all before. I'm in the Malacca Hall of Fame. Yeah. And you can listen to it on the footy with Broden Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Now, I would have lied. I, I'm surprised that you put it out. There was a great call, an informed call. I think Mitch was the most brutal on you, to be honest. Yeah. No, he's a little... He's a, he's a, he's a, Mitchell is a bad person. Yeah. So, Mitchell and Wayne stayed, right? Yeah. Because that's the other thing. If I was with you, I would have dipped. Yeah. <laughs> I would oh, yeah, let's go. I just got up and walked out. Yeah. They stayed. And, the, you know, they're rewarded for it. Yeah. They're rewarded for it. Um, that's one more thing I do want to say. Okay. Is, is like, you're not a real fan. I, you, I, you, there is, you'd be hard to press to find a Melbourne fan who's sat through more losses than me. <laughs> I want you, I want someone to put their names forward who has sat through more losses. Than, I've been to every game at the MCG since I'll be I'll be um, look I've been to 90% of Melbourne games at the MCG since 2008 most Marvel games and then put your put your name forward if you've done that alongside flown a round 8 hour round trip in a day to see Melbourne in a prelim not kick a goal and a half <laughs> and, and, and then you stayed to the end of that yes if you've done that... And how many tours have you been on where we've gotten up at 3am to watch a game? Yes. Oh, no. Well, that, that's okay. Watching TV, you know, I think going to a game is worth more than just sitting there watching. It even, doesn't matter if, even if you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, sure. Unless you, I don't know, you, uh, you can't go to games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I consider the matter closed. And if anyone brings it up from now on... I will sue them. <laughs> Defamation. Yes. And I will, <laughs> but it's I'll, I'll see the truth, them in court. That's a problem. I will see them in court. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. And uh, I hope that covers the issue. Yep. We're going to have a great episode talking about the football now. Yeah. Shall we begin? Yeah. Hit that sting. What I had first on the agenda today yeah. is AFL v NRL. Mm-hmm. What are we talk? What were we talking about last week? I'm talking about how the Suns need to be successful and how they need to break into uh, Queensland. That's a must. Correct. Two days later, Tom. Yeah. Gillian McLaughlin. I'll read the AFL. Uh, AFL Herald Sun quote says the AFL. Gillian McLaughlin says the AFL will be the dominant sporting power in Queensland in, mm-hmm. in as little as five 
years. Yeah. His staggering comment comes during a nightmare week for the code with Gold Coast Suns being widely torched for its failures on and off the field. The outgoing chief on Friday defended the Suns over the scorn. Anyway, he said he said that they're going to be the, the powerhouse in five years. Mm-hmm. The growth of football in Queensland has been dramatic on the Gold Coast particularly. We'll have more participants in Queensland than the NRL. Yep. First time we'll break that record. Tom, is the AFL taking over Queensland? Uh, I don't think they are, no, because I think they, I think uh, when they point to grassroots stuff, I think NRL and AFL is just incredibly low to begin with. I think it's actually, most kids play soccer and basketball. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a moot point, to be honest. But then, no, but what happens is uh, if there's more kids playing football, mm. more will go on and try that as a career. Oh, yeah, and, mo- and more kids will just enjoy it as well. And if so. there's more kids coming up through your area who watch football and play football, then yeah. it makes sense. It might not be next year Gold Coast Suns have 30,000 members totally, and sell out totally. every game. But in 15 years, they may have 30,000 members and sell out every game. Yeah, totally. Um, on this, can I bring up Brenton Sanderson? Is that his name? Yes. The so, coach, uh, the ex-coach of the Adelaide Crows. Oh, right. He was an assistant coach of uh, the Geelong Cats through their premiership reign. He got the sack from Adelaide. Now he he goes on Waitley. Yeah, so he went on Waitley the other day and he spoke about the Suns. Now, we're very invested in this podcast about how to grow things and what people should be doing. We are, we are advocates of the AFL. Yeah. And that's why I brought this up, because I think if the AFL does take Queensland mm-hmm. or even parodism, good night, NRL. Yeah. You are done. Yeah. I you know. are done. Left, right, good night. So what did Brenton Sanderson have to so say? So he had two main ideas for the Suns, which I've never heard before, and I thought it was great, and I wanted to bring them to you, Brenton. Okay. Now, obviously, Brenton Sanderson talks very well, so I'll be paraphrasing. If you want to listen to him, you can listen to the podcast, you know, Jared Waitley, you know, no, podcast. No, you got to tell him to listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. And just listen to Tom give you the gist of it. So the gist of it, or what I took from it. You know what? I'll relay his two points or what I took from it, and then I came up with a third point. Oh, wow. So he said, the branding is completely wrong. Yeah. He says that the whole thing's with the Suns, the way that we... You know, sell it to under-18s, the way we sell it to free agents is, it's a lifestyle. Come up here to surf every morning. Beautiful yeah, yeah. skies and stuff. He said, stuff that. Stuff yes. the lifestyle. Yes. You go to the Suns to win premierships. I heard him That's say this. the new brand. I heard him say this. I was painting a wall. Don't go up there to get paid and take it easy. Mm. Go up there to win. Yes, no, that, that he was talking about the mentality is at the moment, it's a great, great, you know, you get paid really well and you can have a nice lifestyle and you don't have to work that hard. Yeah. He's like, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Which it's- I love. I thought that's right. That's the first time I ever felt like that because I'm in the other, I've been so hurt by so many people leaving year after year after year that yeah. I've come into this place of, please come, you can surf every day <laughs> and, and there's no media, please come to us. Now, f*** that. Yes. Come to win or don't bother. Okay, second. Tom, you're mad. You need to take a moment. No, like, it's funny when you think you know your club or you think you know what's going on and then someone much smarter than you drops the truths. Go on. Second point. We need to change the watchability of the game. Get creative. KO. Get rid of KO. (laughs) Is that what he's saying? He said, get rid of 
He said, get creative with the brand. It's not the new coach, whoever it might be, Dimmer. It's not enough to win premierships. If you want to win Queensland and win in NRL territory, it's not enough to just win. You need to be fun and exciting. Don't go up there with a Ross yeah. Lyon defensive plan. You've you got to be classy. an machine. And he said, give the Suns every single Monday night. Yeah, I love that. The old Monday nights, primetime Monday nights. Yeah. Make them a must-watch every week because the Suns will always be on a Monday night. And, well, obviously when they play away games, they wouldn't be. Yeah. But every home game is on a Monday night. It's a special thing unique to Gold Coast. You watch the Suns. Everyone wants to watch the Suns on a Monday night. Okay, I like that. I like I like this. Get, divide a point of difference. Yeah. Supporters, book a holiday, take Friday off work, come up on Friday with the kids, spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday there. Go to the the game on Monday and then fly home on Tuesday. That, that that is the problem. Well, it'll take a four day weekend. I feel like for a Collingwood supporter, that might be a great excuse to take Sunday and Monday off. Work. Yeah, it's interesting. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, but I like the idea of giving him a point of contention. Yeah, a point of I'm um, not a contention, a point of you know difference. And then with this idea of like get creative, get different. The thing I took out of it was with the whole relaxation and away from the media and come up to the Suns and take it easy and get paid. Mm. Stuff that, are we chasing a big free agent fish? Are we chasing a big signing? Do we need to go back to that model of signing a Gary Ablett? Do we need to bring Dusty with Dimmer? Dusty with Dimmer. Who's the most exciting young player in this league? Uh, Kid Leroy. <laughs> like, does do Suns need to be chucking $2 million a year at a Petrarca or something? Or a Dacos. Or a Dacos. Yeah, totally. I mean, yes, but I think... All of, that's, all of that's cherry on top shit, I think. If your team played in the finals every year mm-hmm. and every time you went to Heritage Bank Arena, there was a 60 to 70 to 80% chance that, that you're going to win, mm. then the rest will follow. Yeah. Um, but that's all very good points. By the way, I think Dimmer's a lock. That's my yeah, thing. You've, got, you've been strong on this. I, 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 fact, I, you'll be eating one hat. There was, and I, I'll tell you what, I, 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 I'm not eating a hat <laughs> because... Apparently, player agents were getting told about contracts being re-signed at the end of the year. They wanted to know about the future of, hey, my player, who's at your club? What's it look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were getting a lot of, hey, just just sit tight with a wink. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I think Raul and Anderson are out next year. Yeah. And I think King and someone so, else is out this year. I believe some player agents have been told by people at G... G where, at what's that place called? Yep. <laughs> um, hey, wink, just... Chill for a sec. Take it easy for a second, mate. Yes, exactly. Um, well, very interesting. All I just want to say is the fight is on in Queensland. Yeah. The fight is... And that's maybe we need to go up there and do a live pod because that would just blow them all out of the water. I think it would, yeah. Talking about football this week, and it was a wonderful week of football, mm. we are in the grips of another war, and that is a war for the top eight. Yeah. Let me talk you through these teams, all right? Okay. Gold Coast Suns. Adelaide Crows, yeah. Carlton, GWS, Essendon, Bulldogs, St Kilda. Mm, yeah, I'm going to say Cats as well. Yeah. How many is that? One, two, three, I think four. I that was five. It's eight. Eight teams. Eight teams who can play finals. Yeah. On top of that, you got Melbourne, Brisbane, Port, Collingwood who will play finals. Yeah. This, and this maybe Geelong is probably a lock. But below that, seven to eight teams who are fighting for a spot in the eight. Yeah, and we got two pretenders in the eight currently. 
Who it's in St Kilda and Bulldogs or St yes. Kilda and Essendon? No, I think Essendon are actually the real deal. I just don't think they've ever been to Geelong before. No, they were they were in new territory. <laughs> like, like, oh my can God. we breathe the oxygen here? What's the surface like? <laughs> yeah. And what's gravity like in Geelong? Yeah, they had no idea what was going on. So out of that eight, yeah. who's playing finals? There's four spots. Yeah. Who's playing finals? Um, I can't I'm struggling to visualize it, Braden. So you got Cats, Saints, Bulldogs, Essendon. Yeah. So I think Essendon and Cats for sure. Out of those four, yep. I'm convinced by one team in there at the moment. I think you're convinced by Geelong, right? Correct. Yeah. Geelong, by the way, who are fifth, right? Yeah. And oh, for the last 10 weeks, we've been talking about how Geelong's over. Yeah. There's no totally, chance. Totally. They're done. Yeah. They're fifth on I know. They're and fifth on the line. I think there might be some recency bias with Essendon because they got blown out, but they have been very impressive for like the last three weeks, really. Yes. Um. So I think Essendon are still the real deal, although they had a slip up. Essendon, okay. Now, and the next four teams yep. are Giants, Carlton, Adelaide, Suns. So I think Giants and Carlton make it in. Adelaide have been batting above their average all year. Like they're young. They won the wooden spoon last year. Like they are batting well. Did they? I just, Who? Crows. Crows did not play last year in the finals. No, no, but they did they win the wooden spoon? No. They were super down there? Last <laughs> I thought they, they were awful last year, weren't they? They're building slowly. They're yeah, building slowly. They were somewhere down there. I think they were they were the West Coast last year. That's what I remember. They just lost every game. Here's the teams I'd like to see in there. Yeah. Okay. Number one, GWS. GWS and Carlton for me. Yeah. I, I would like the teams currently. Now, by the way. We're doing this as the Richmond game's still going. Yeah. So we probably need to just very quickly adjust. Because Richmond's going to win, right? Yeah. So that would pump them right up into 11th position, right? Yeah. And it pushes Fremantle down to 15th. Yeah, right. So what we're actually looking at, apologies, yeah. is same top, same bottom eight of the top eight. Mm-hmm. So bottom four of the top eight. And yep. then GWS, Carlton, Richmond, Adelaide, Suns, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney at 30 points. So, you know, yep. maybe lock it out at Gold Coast, right? Out of that, out of them, I'd love to see Giants. I'd love to see Carlton. I'd love to see Suns. I'd love to see one of Crows or Richmond. I'd love Probably to see Crows. that, but I just don't think it's going to happen. GWS are the lock, and Carlton the way they're playing, they keep proving me wrong. Carlton. If GW, by the way, I have to buy a GWS membership. Yes, you do. Because and I'm quite happily gonna friggin' do it. They are the most. They're the story of the year almost for me. Yeah, totally. Outside of the premiership race. Yep. Adam Kingsley, yep. who is built like Dave Bautista. Yep. Uh, what's his name from Guardians? What does he play? Uh, he plays... Root? No, no, that's a tree. He plays someone who is awkwardly tells the truth for comedic effect. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. He could never tell a lie. And should I tell the people about that message I sent you of that email where it, it laid out all the great membership um, details? Oh, yeah. No, they do have a very good membership. Is that right? Yeah. And I sent you this, but I can't find it now, so I'll just forget about it. But yeah, GWS is one of the best memberships, is my understanding. Well, that's great. Well, so does Gold Coast. I imagine it's similar to Gold Coast. Yeah, a lot of good free stuff. I don't know. Tom's a uh, Gold Coast member. He's On his membership, he's allowed to go and shit on Gillen McLaughlin's head at any point. Yeah, I am. I, I can go to any 11 games in Melbourne and shit on Gillen McLaughlin's head. All right, let's do something real quick. We're going to jump to something else now, Tom. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull something out visually. All right. Watch out. <laughs> oh, no. We are going to road test the two monster milks. Where did you find them, bro? That were available at 7-Eleven. Yeah, right. So if you listen to last pod, was it? We spoke about how co- uh, Coke 
has gotten rid of the barista bros, but is bringing in the monster Java coffees. Is that right? There are monster does milks. Yeah. And when you crack them, a fizz comes out. Yeah. And so explain that of, to me. A little bit of carbon dioxide come out. You can see a little bit of smokiness. They've replaced Barista Bros, which is like, oh yeah, that's a milk. Yeah. With literally, it looks like, it literally looks like a dirt bike competition, yeah. like a guy doing a trick on a dirt bike. What are those flavors again, Braden? Well, I'm, I'm sitting here with Loca Mocha. Yep. Super, co- it's called Java Monster Super Coffee. Yeah, right. All right. Yep. The Loca Mocha. And the mean bean. And the mean bean. And they're 305 mils. Yeah. I'm scared for this. I'm scared I'm going to have to brutalize Coke, you know. Um, they've not replaced yet on their market their iced coffee range mm. with a reasonable fucking looking yep. milk. It's just this can. Yeah. Which is like a per- to purchase alongside like... All the other monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're such an odd choice. It's a different shaped can though, right? It's a, it's a thinner can. It's not yeah. as big. The yeah. other ones are about 12 litres of monster. Yeah, right. And this is for like very sad people to buy at 6am on yeah. the way to a job that they don't like. Yeah. That's my... That is, I believe, the business model for monster. Yeah. And a lot of flat capped people mm-hmm. who are just like, I love dirt bikes. I'm pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, here we go. Right. Which um, one's which, that? What, what do you want to taste first, the mean bean or the loca mocha? I think I'm a mocha guy. Yeah, but that's just, that's an escalation, I think. Okay, then let me try the mean bean. Is this the mean bean? Yeah, you got the mean bean. We're both going to try it. We're both trying the mean bean. Oh, it's got an awful stench to it. Okay, I have tried. Let me read the back of this while we try it. No foam, extra hot, half calf. No whip, soy latte. Enough of the coffee house BS already. <laughs> it's time to get out of the line and step up to what's next. Java Monster, premium coffee with milk from New Zealand, brewed up with killer flavor, supercharged with Monster Super Coffee herbal blend. Coffee done the monster way. Wide open with a take no, pris- take no prisoners attitude and the experience and know-how to back it up. Brad, I, didn't, I, didn't like I, didn't, it. I didn't like it either. I hated it. And it smells bad. But you know what? It tastes very much like the Brewster Bros. I reckon this is Brewster Bros. It probably is. I reckon it legit is. It tastes exactly the same. I hate this. Unless you want to sponsor us Coke, in which case I'm Yeah, absolutely. For it. How much milk do you reckon's in this? What percentage? I reckon they've I reckon a very low amount. I reckon they've gone it's watery. That's the thing with Brewster Bros. This would be UHT. This would be watery. This is not real milk. I'd say like like five percent or something. It is brewed coffee, eighty-five percent, which is water and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mostly water. Twelve percent milk. Water, milk powder from New Zealand. Yeah, they <laughs> milk powder from New Zealand. It, it tastes American as well, but like not in a good way because America has a different coffee culture and is as obsessed with as Melbourne, but yeah. in a different way. They're obsessed with, what would you say, Brendan, like a filtered coffee Guns. and stuff. This tastes like a bad 7-Eleven USA coffee. Let me tell you about this. 
uh, as well, I didn't mention, they both have put the cans have a wood finish to them. <laughs> they kind of look like they're it wooden. It's a groovy can. It's a groovy can. I hate this can, Tom. Oh, I think it's Monster groovy. is one of the worst. Like, Monster evokes, as far as a, yeah. a logo evoking something, yeah. it evokes so deeply something. Yeah, yeah, dirt bikes. Whereas Red Bull and V are so nice. I And even Red Eye. Do you love a Red Eye? Never. As in a flight overnight. No, you know those little bottles they used to get from the 7-Eleven? You know the little red eyes? When they're in a green bottle? No. Oh, red eyes, great. you got to try it. Shall we move on to the locomotive? Yeah, sure. I just the stench of it. <laughs> My God. Thank we are you, now Greg. trying the locomotive. I imagine it's a chocolatey element to this it. This has an awful... It smells like alcohol. Like, it smells of Bailey's. The same uh, words on the back? This is a Barista Bros ice chocolate. It is literally Brewster Bros, I reckon. I, I cannot. That is the first time Brewster Bros came out. I eagerly tried it and I never went back. So it's been like six years. I reckon this is just Brewster Bros. I reckon that is the <laughs> Brewster Bros mocha. How could we find out if it's the same thing, bro? You, you, you uh, I don't know. I reckon they've gone, this is not selling well. Our monster brand sells really well. Let's put that Brewster Bros milk into the monster can. In the last... 12 to 18 months, there has been a move of lots of people to iced coffees you can buy in a bottle. Yeah. And there's and there's really nice ones now. Boss. And it's almost fancy. Mm. And they went, let's not compete in that market. Yep. Barista Bros is the worst of that market. Yeah. Let's go the other way. Let's go the person who's waking up at 4am and wants to die. Yeah. Give them this. Give them this Java monster with a nice wood finish. Uh it has a guarana sort of tang to it. I don't know if it's intentional because there's no guarana in it, is there? Yeah, there are uh, no, no guarana. There is multi maltodextrin. It has that sort of herb, you know, like that that tang. Guarana the, seed extract. Yeah, it has that that tang to it. It has guarana seed extract. How many shots? You know, when you get like a uh, like a, a lemon rusky or a um, a, what was it? Pulses. Oh yeah, yeah. It tells you how many standard drinks. Oh yeah, yeah. How many standard coffees are in this? This would be a double shot, but it doesn't it doesn't taste like strong espresso. Correct, it is a double yeah. shot. Yeah. Well, we had it, folks. The Monster Java. Let's talk about Bulldogs Richmond. Hit it. This game was defined by its ending. A wonderful ending. Mm. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> no, it was a, yeah, an incredible game. Swans at the SCG won by two points. Yeah. Second closest game of the weekend. Yeah. 11 goals, 12. Trelaw, 33 disposals. Bontempelli, 31 and two goals. Liberatore. Errol Goulden, who got a big hug from Horse at the end. Yeah. That's, by the way, they, they call uh, the coach of Sydney Longmire. Mm-hmm. Longmuir? Longmuir. Long, long, long mile. Because there's a long mile and a long mule. Long mule is the freer one. Yeah. Gave him a big hug. It was clearly an arrival game for Errol Goulden in a lot of ways. And I think it was his 300th, right? When, didn't they want to cheer him off or something? Yes, they yeah. did, yes. And he and refused. He refused to, yeah. yeah. Just gave Errol Goulden a hug instead. Apparently, they call him horse because he's hung. Oh. That's pretty cool. I know. That's, but then imagine having to carry that around with you. Yeah. Your whole professional career. I mean, career. if you're married, like, I could get away with it. I could just be like, Broden, start calling me hunk. Like, you know, start calling me horse. Yeah, no, that's right. Horse. Or bro, <laughs> d- gigantic dick guy. Yeah, and then no one would know because my wife wouldn't tell. 
The old, the old Blakey, McInerney, uh, Parker, and Florent all strong contributors. Or Ollie Florent with two goals. But then Bulldogs. What's the go with Bulldogs? What, I, are, the, what are the Bulldogs? I'm not sure. I, I love them on paper. I like them a lot. But since they lost that grand final to you guys, mm. they just haven't been it. No. And it's similar with Swans, to be honest. They haven't been it since they lost the grand final last year, to be honest. They have a lot in common. Yeah. Like, Doggies, you couldn't really ask for a better midfield. If you include English in there, mm. probably potentially the All-Australian Ruckman, maybe, you know, that's debatable, but he's been very bloody good. Bontempelli should be a Brownlow medalist before he retires, probably multiple. You've got great forward. Great, great, great backs. You've got great backs. You've got great wingers in McRae and stuff. Yeah. On paper and often in performance, they are the complete package of a team. And then they just lose. Do you know what I'm hearing a lot? What are you hearing? From about? on phone calls to uh, radio stations <laughs> yeah. is enough of beverage. Thanks, beverage. Thanks, Luke. It's been, it's been, um, how many years? Eight years since the 2016 grand final. So he's... That's a long, but then they played in a flag, yeah, you know, in a, in, a premier, in a grand final uh, two years ago. Yeah. I, I see the merit in it, but I see the merit in it because, but not because I think it's the coaching, mm. because I think there's some endemic issues here that you can't put a finger on and maybe a new coach would shake it up. Yeah. It's funny, right? He's a premiership winning player, but when, if you said to me, do you want him to coach your team? I go, no. I don't think so. It's interesting. I, I don't think I'd mind him at the Suns. And do you know why? Why? Because he has a certain stoicism against, about Stoicism. Him, which makes you feel like it's you against the world. Yeah. I think he would protect his players and I think he'd go anyone who questioned him. Yes. You know? And I feel like that could galvanize a group like the He's, Suns. He is the opposite of Simon Goodwin. Yes. Yeah. But in probably the similar in a lot of ways, they're endearing to their team. Yes. There's a question mark over the doggies at the moment. Let's see yeah. where they end. But that was a game you probably needed to win. My yes, question to you, are, Swans are risking getting into the eight now. My question is, should the Swannies just tank and try and get a top 10 pick? The season's done. They're washed. They're, for this year, their list is possibly one of the best rising lists in the league. Yeah. You'd probably take them ahead of... Most of the teams in the bottom 10. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You know, above, maybe, yeah, probably above the Crows yeah. and Giants. Maybe, and maybe not Giants, I don't year. know. Yeah, no, of, you would, I think, yeah. Why, this yes, this year's washed. It yeah. didn't work out. Had some weird injuries at different points. The the Buddy Franklin distraction, all this stuff. Is there an argument, bottom out, get that pick? I, I think there's an argument for sure. Although, I, I don't think I agree just because... This is a group that needs to learn how to win and how to deal with tough losses. And I don't think, you know, resting Buddy and resting Luke Parker and, you know, maybe purposely winning or losing a few games is going to help with that. Because that is a bigger issue than the list. One good pick eight is not going to fix those issues. You never you know. know. I mean? You never know. If you add another... If you add another top, I love your jittering now because of the coffee. <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I uh, you never know is all I'll say. Yeah, if you add another Errol Gordon in there, which exactly. you know, like I, I take your point. I don't know, but Errol Gordon was in that losing premiership and hasn't been quite we as good. Had a good game all the this time. weekend. Yeah, I think everyone's been a bit off this year. 
So that's my question, and I'm curious to know what people think about yeah, that. Yeah, right in. Let's Look. jump to the next game. Melbourne, Brisbane. We're doing that footy show jump around again. Yeah, yeah I'm into it. We're doing the next game Friday night, Melbourne, Brisbane. Now, I don't... I I missed the end of this. What happened? <laughs> I was actually asleep as well, so I just watched the KO Were you thing. actually? No, you were awake. Was I? Yeah, because... No, pe- that's right. I had a panic attack and I had to just chill out <laughs> for a bit. He I was, was doing like, US visas to try and get into America. Yeah, yeah and I f- full like was stressing out and like I was like... And the footy was on and it was just noise. So, I just went and like sat by myself for a little bit. But then I came back after the game to see all the carnage. So, we kicked ahead... Looked incredible for the first quarter. Yeah. And then so they good. came back and tied with us by halftime and then blew us away in the third. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then with six minutes left, just slowly and sh- and meticulously just ran over them. Yeah. Brisbane, I've watched it a few times now. Yeah, right. Brisbane put the, just went, defend. Yeah. Freeze. Yeah. No more goals. Yeah. And they locked up. Yeah. They fully shit the bed. Yeah. They should have won that. So, you think that was a poor decision? Do you think if they just kept playing free-flowing fun footy, yes, they would have won? Yes, 100%. They had no interest in kicking another goal. Right. They had no interest. They would just get it out of the forward line. Mm-hmm. And Melbourne just kept going, give us the opportunity. Yeah. And so, that mentality of hold it, freeze it, you know, just stop the game, means that there was moments in that game. Is it McInerney, the... the yeah, uh, the, the Ruckman. Yeah. yeah. Just got the ball stolen off him by Viney, who's like, I, I want to oh, win. Oh, yeah, that was great. I want to win. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kicking down the line, which was deliberates at points, just a real. But it was the other. The other thing was that everyone's been talking about is Gorn and Grundy, right? Yeah, that's the talk of the week. Yep. Is Grundy got dropped, mm-hmm. and Gorn is back to eighty yep. percent and had a very very good game. What yep. were his stats? He had the eighth best statistical game of all time. So if you're in Supercoach, and I'm not, yeah. You should have brought him back in this week. Yeah, if you had have known that that was going to happen, he scored 215, I, I believe, which is the eighth there highest been, score of all time. There would have been some smart people out there who went, Grundy's been dropped. Yeah. Totally. And he, would his money, would he be worth less? He'd or? be cheaper because he hasn't had the performance that he's had this year. 39 hit outs, 29 disposals, one goal, one. Yeah. But it was the contested work, the possession work. For me, I could never have foreseen because I would have had to drop Mar- Rowan Marshall for him, mm. and that would have been a two hundred point swing just about. Rowan Marshall had an awful game. Two hundred. To have points. the foresight to to see that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot to say about. So what I heard, just yeah, to go. finish that thought, yeah, is well, so, uh, what I heard is that's the value of Gorn is he won't you you might stay with him for three quarters, but by the end he will run you down. Mm. And there's a hundred percent what happened in the fourth quarter. McInerney 100%. was cooked, yep. and uh, just took over the game at the yep. end. Um, on the flip side of that, I hate this fallout. I hate it so much. Of oh, there's so many people. There's so many prelim, just grade one journalists yep. who've gone obvious, risky thing. Something's indicated that it's not working, and then people just jumping on it because it's yes. an easy hot take. Yes, told you so, Waitley. Has lowered his colours this year. He's nowhere. He's the best media sports coverer in the in the AFL. He everything he does, he approaches with thought and detail and care and interest. And the way, particularly this is an in, this is one instance of it this year, but there's been a few others. He's lowered his colours dramatically this year. He's just just hot take shit. I think he's. I doing told you so. Yeah. I told you so. I don't I, know if he's been told to do it or if it's just no. Like, it's a directive. Look how good Kane Corns is doing for the station. It'd be great if you could do that. He he flatly said on Crunch Time on Saturday, he said, 
Grundy's going to get traded. Or Grundy's going to be third team in three years. And Melbourne Melbourne's going to pay for, for this salary, yeah. which is just like, let me put that in context. In two years, the, CB, the players' agreement's changing. There's going to be more salary cap space. Mm. We're paying, I think, somewhere around five to 700K for his salary. Yeah. If Gorn goes down, he's paid for himself. He did pay for himself. He did year. pay for himself. Yeah. In two years, Gorn might retire. Yeah. And you've got him for another three, four years. Yeah. It, or in the meantime, everyone's, but he's not a forward. No, you don't like, you just don't want him to be able to play as a forward. That's yeah. genuinely, they've, they've sent him back to go, hey, we're going to go with Gorn as the lead guy, but you are still going to ruck probably in the forward line for the entire game. But then we just need you to learn the running patterns of the, of the, of the yeah. team. And, if, and for the short term, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. In the, until Gorn goes down, in which case you go into the ruck. But the amount of people who are just like, oh, I'm so smart, mm. I'm going to get a hot take here. Yeah. It's just so sad. Very ESPN, Kendrick Perkins. Like, Stephen A. Smith. Just shit. Just shit. Skip and shame. And all of you should be ashamed of yourself. That's my hot take. Yeah, I was going to save this for the Malakas, but we'll go early. I think that it's another blight on the Melbourne coaching. A Malcolm blight. Yes. I My opinion is, and I think you'll disagree with this, Braden, and maybe a lot of our listeners too as well. My opinion is that maybe, hey, you're right. He's just going back to the VFL to learn a few things, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But my opinion is that we, the Melbourne Football Club has failed Grundy. He would be the number one ruckman at 10 other clubs. Yeah. And Melbourne brought him there. Yeah. To be like, come play with us. We're going to work it out. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have the two best rucks in the competition. Yep. And it hasn't worked. Yeah. And to my eye, there hasn't been enough work to make it work. Because I've seen Gorn play so fantastically Mm. in so many other positions except for ruck. Yeah. And my idea, well, what I thought coming into the season was essentially that Grundy was going to be a forward mid ruck and that Gorn was going to be like a defensive and sometimes ruck. Yeah. Because he's played so well across the half back at times as like an intercept marker yeah. on the line, on the wing. And all I've seen from Melbourne, again, I haven't watched it nearly as much as you. All I've seen from Melbourne is Grundy sits on the bench for 36 minutes and Gorn sits on the bench for 36 minutes. Sure. I would love to have seen... Are both of them play 110 minutes sort of game and how can we use them dynamically and how can we make sure that they're playing to their strengths? And I don't feel like I've seen that yet. And if Grundy has to play in the VFL for this year and then does get traded, then for me, that's a massive fail of Melbourne and we need to do better. What I've seen is a lot of people saying it never worked. Worked pretty well against Collingwood. 26, yeah. 26 headouts to Grundy, 17 to Gorn. Gorn around the ground disposals. They both had nice disposals. To say it's never worked is just wrong. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Even like that was the exciting thing about the preseason was when they kicked six goals and had like 80 hitouts between them. You know, like from the start, it's worked. And, and, and I'll come back and say it again. It's a very simple thing that I either people just don't want to engage with it because it's boring and potentially just right. Mm. And two is people don't watch a lot of games and just go off results. Mm. We every game we've lost, apart from one, mm. it has been raining. Yeah. Tall players can't play in the rain. Yeah. So the criticism I have for the football club is if it's gonna rain, play small players. Right. Don't play tall players. Yeah. Every game that we've lost, bar one, which is when Gorn went down in the first five minutes of the game, it has been raining. Every time they play together and it's dry, we've won. 
Yeah. So, I don't know. I think people... Yeah, anyway, I've had enough of that. I think that there's... But apart from... I think there's clearly been something not working because I thought Gorn was still injured until this weekend. Yeah. So, we need to find a way for him to play as well as he did on Friday night mm-hmm. while allowing Grundy to come in and have the impact that Grundy can have as well. Yes. Okay. And I, I just believe that that's possible yep. and it hasn't been experimented or discovered how. I, I'm hoping f- to God that he comes back in and makes a bunch of people look really stupid. That would just make me so happy. As a Melbourne fan, I'm being very nuff here, mm. but oh, it would be so good because so many people have fully shown all their cards in yeah. round 18. Yeah. And I'm, I really hope he comes back in and we win a flag and they all look real stupid. That would be awesome. That's the potential. I would really love that. And yep. it's probably not going to happen, but I would love to see that because we're not losing another game, by the way. And I've believed it. <laughs> I've believed it forever. Anyway, I have a question for you, Tom. Sure. As we play a sting. My question to you is, is the descent rule dead? Hmm. Everyone's just abusing the shit out of umpires and nothing's happening. Yes. Why do, Why are there so many rules in the AFL that we're so keen to, for 10 weeks, it's the rule. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, we don't want to do it anymore. Is it just umpires going, we can't be bothered with it? Or is it a rule from somewhere that someone goes, hey, stop doing that one that upsets everyone? What's going on? I would take it one step further. Yeah. And say it cost GWS a game and now will potentially cost GWS a spot in the final. Which game? Remember the game where Cornelio got the descent when, you know, five metres out from goal? Yeah. You remember that? Uh, yeah, and it does not f- get caught I anymore. I think from there they changed it. Yeah. And I think it's cost GWS potentially a run in the finals. And why, from, does it, why does it happen so much? I think that they literally aren't, oh, God damn, that's cost a game now. That's gone too far. Do you think on these ones that are kind of on human judgment? Yeah. That umpires, and I think it's a, I think it's endemic as well. Is throughout the AFL, non-calls are becoming a bigger thing because it's easier to not call something than to call something that actually yeah, happened in a really difficult to officiate. It's game. easier to call ball up than it is to call holding the ball. Hundred percent. Because you go, oh, we, oh, we, oh, I don't know. And if you get it wrong and it costs you a game, disaster. Yeah, it's easier to go holding the ball in the square. Oh, we'll just ball it up. Yeah. Um. I just want I just want them to call it when it's there. If it's going to be there, it's going to be there. Yeah. Not holding, you know, it's a frustrating thing. It is. And yeah, if GWS don't play finals. Exactly. I'll be pissed off because mm. I'm a member. I'm a paid up member. <laughs> I want to talk to you about something else now, Tom. Okay. Now, recently, I talked about an ad and we got some feedback in our subreddit. It mm. said something like, did the guys not mention Scott Pendlebury breaking the disposals record yeah and uh some people like yeah broden just hates collingwood he doesn't want to talk about it he hates collingwood and that's that is completely and utterly true and now but and then someone under it said a lesser podcast i should quote the person but i can't remember a lesser podcast would talk about pendlebury and not talk about the business experts in money more than money nab ad yeah and that's and what it, makes us different. That's what sets well, us Well, it's apart. why we're better. It's <laughs> yeah. why we're a better podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's the reason that so many other places copy us, which we'll get to later. Yeah. I've gone a little bit further and I'd like to do a deep dive on the NABAD because <laughs> okay, I saw yeah. a lot of people believe that there's something going on that's weird and it upsets them. Yeah. Okay. So let's just play the ad through 30 seconds. And just to, if you're not familiar with it, 
This is the ad. Garrett, I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. So it's a man in a, it's okay. It's a man, it's a business owner. And he's running a hybrid, <laughs> a, a hybrid cafe slash nursery. Yeah. Sells plants and is a cafe. Yeah, very trendy. Now, in the cafe, vines are growing quickly and taking over, okay? He rings his mortgage broker or business broker yeah. and says, I think I'm having those growing pains. Mm. And then he shows up. The broker shows up. Hi. Wow, business is good. It's almost too good. I think we are ready. Well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while. When it comes to growing a business... Want me to get moving? You need an expert in more than just money. While they sit down at the no, table... More than money. The vines start to encroach across both of them mm. to the point where at the end, the business owner is, is covered in vines. He simply puts his thumb up when the business owner says, do you want me to get moving? Yeah. I think there's more to this ad than meets the eye. All right. Okay? And okay. I believe... It is a message from Satan <laughs> to humans. Yeah. Okay. It's a indicating that Nab is the home of Satan. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's work through this. It starts on an establishing shot of the nursery as vines grow. People are at the front. There is a hound. Okay. You can hear him. I believe that he represents the good yeah. and the angel, the, mm. the, the overseer, barking and saying, Dev the devil is near, mm. okay? Devil is about. I'm with you. The vines are growing. The, where do vines come from? The ground. The, the soil, earth. Yeah. I think the vines represent the devil encroaching on the land of humans, mm. the earth, the, yeah. the, human, the human level. Yeah. The vines are encroaching on this man and they represent the enticement of growth and jealousy and, and greed. Mm. He wants to grow. Gets Gareth. his phone, rings Gareth. Gareth, what does Gareth sound like? Gary. Gary. Yeah, help me. I, I got nothing. But G-A-R-E-T-H. Uh, anyway, Gareth. Yeah. What does that name mean? Okay. Well, his name's Gareth, right? What do you see when you picture... This, this, is, this guy doesn't look like a Gareth. No. Anyway, so he rings this guy and he rings him up and he says, Gareth. I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. Yeah. He's been in his ear, the devil on the shoulder, suggesting yeah. to grow, to grow, to grow. Yeah. Borrow more money. Behind more him. Money, borrow more behind money. him on this windowsill, behind the cafe barista section, right? Mm. Three gnomes sit a <laughs> three gnomes sit on a shelf. Yeah. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. God, the Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So and they literally are, I'm showing you, Tom, yeah. over one shoulder. Yeah. They sit over one shoulder in the good ear. On the other ear, he's holding the phone to his other ear. He speaks to the devil. To the devil. The go he's, he's listening to the devil, right? Yeah. He rings him. He rings his broker. As you mentioned. Hi. In a moment, Satan's there. Yeah. He, in a moment, yep. Gareth arrives. Yep. Gareth is the, is the devil on earth. Yep. He shows up immediately and his, and his voice is dubbed for some reason. Yeah. Let's listen to him again. Hi. Now- this is not his voice. This is clearly a voice that has been dubbed on top of his voice. Yeah. Why? Because Satan is not from here. It gives us a feeling that he's not from here. Yeah. 
Wow, business is good. Friendly, the vines are creeping up onto his nab bag, mm-hmm. suggesting it's trying to fight him or whatever. Yeah. He brushes it off. Yeah. Sort of. He has that power. Mm-hmm. He is from hell. He's yeah. not a messenger from hell. He is the devil. Yeah. It's almost too good. I think we are ready. He says, I think we are ready. Mm. Well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while. When it comes to growing... Everyone around him lets the vines happen. Satan, whenever the vines go onto him, he brushes them off. Yeah. Do not touch me. Mm. He is the only one with that power. Your business. Want me to get moving? You Want me to get expert. moving? I don't know what that Well, means. the devil never acts without, you know, he, he has certain laws he must obey. Nab is Satan. Mm. Okay? Nab is Satan. Yeah. The last shot we see of the business owner is simply his hand with the thumb up. Yeah. He has been encroached by hell. He's been, he's unable to talk. And then it ends with... In more than just money. No, more than money. More than money. Mm. What's more than money than your soul? Yeah. That's my, that's my take on the ad. Yeah, I bank with NAB there, all right. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> NAB, uh, I believe, uh, you should be careful about that because this <laughs> ad, I believe, is a message from Satan. Yeah, I'm with you. Nab is a is Satan on Earth. Yeah, and they are messaging the people of Earth to say, mm. "We are the devil and come to our side." We should burn them down. So, just a thought. Uh, you know, uh, that's 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 what that is. Any other thoughts on that, Tom? No, I think that's a funny bit, Braden. It's Love not. It. No, it's not a funny bit, Tom. This is what <laughs> I believe. Okay, great. Let's have a look at the next game Saturday. Hit that sting, Collingwood Frio. <laughs> My first thing when I watched this game mm. is why are these two teams wearing the same clothes? Yes. Did you see this for this game? Yes. What a joke. Why are they wearing the same clothes? More than seeing the game, I saw 8,000 tweets. Oh, yes. That said, Clash Jumper! Why, why, why does that happen sometimes? I don't know. Because Freo's other one is like white, right? Yeah, they're purple, so you wouldn't think it blends with black, but in the dark, it was a dark day and they both looked like they're wearing black. Yeah. And, I, um, I think Freya's Clash Jumper would have been great. For some reason, they've obviously felt like it wouldn't, but mm. yeah, very confusing. So th- I'm going to send a letter. Yeah, as you should. Um, just to anyone. Yep. I'm, I don't really <laughs> care. It doesn't have to be the AFL. You can send it to me if you like. Uh, Collingwood just taking care of business, doing Collingwood things. Yeah. Brody Meyer checks back next week for them. You're great. They just keep getting stronger and stronger. I think Sidebottom was back for this game as oh, well. Oh, right. Well, that explains it, doesn't it? Explains. Just steady hands, just taking care of business. Yeah. So, Dacos, 36 and a goal again. Yeah. And then who was second? Josh Dacos, 31 and a goal. <laughs> then O'Meara and Brayshaw up there. Dugowie, well, is it Dugowie? Was he back? Yeah, he was, I think he had three weeks suspension. It was also his 150th. Yeah, 26 disposals. Yeah. Crisp, Adams, Quaynor. Yeah, same old, same old. Yeah. My, my question is, why can't Frio play four quarters of football? I mean, I'm happy because I'm going to get, well, Melbourne's going to get a pick four or five. At this point, maybe even pick three. Yeah. Uh, so are you suggesting they play quite well and then they sort of drop off? They were great for the first quarter, great for the third and fourth. Okay. They could have been, been very well been in this game if not for that second quarter. Yeah, right. So they're a young team. Mm. But the way they were trading and acting in the offseason suggested that they were now making their red-hot push for a top eight finals. Yeah. Where, but it, is, it has not happened. It has not happened in any way, shape or form. So yeah. 
Now they have no draft assets. Their number one draft pick is a pick in the 40s. Yeah. And they've got no, what, like, what, 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 it's shocking. Peter yeah, Bell, who is their list, who's their GM, yeah. I think, is trying to make a play to be a boss at the football, at the head at football department at the AFL. Oh, really? AFL HQ. And I was like, I wonder friggin' why. You yeah. want to get out of there and not be held accountable for all the decisions you 100%. Make. It's interesting that, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do because they're not like a, they're not like some other clubs where, like I was saying with Sydney earlier, where it's like, oh, who cares about the draft pick? Get the games in. The only thing you can do is what they did with Luke Jackson, which is coax people back to home. home. Yeah, but the list is not strong enough, clearly. No. I mean, they lost. Who did they lose to Melbourne? Because that's not helpful. No, to, to Carlton, sorry. Sarong? No. They lost someone to Carlton, and that's not helpful. But Chera. Chera. He was quite good. That's not helpful, but yeah, honestly... Oh uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's bad times. You'd feel grumpy about it unless they do a Melbourne and bounce back like a 2018 Melbourne. Yeah, they might. Sorry to talk about Melbourne so much. I just love them and I never leave a game early. <laughs> Next game, up there for one of the best games of the weekend for me. Yeah. The Gold Coast Suns taking on the Saners. Mm. How good are the Suns? And I'll tell you what Tom's going to say, right? We got yeah, headlines please. later. Let's hear it. They only win games when it doesn't matter. Let me tell you something, Tom. Yeah. They're still in the run for finals. Yeah. They're one game off the finals, Tom. They're one game off the finals. And if they get in, Stewie Jew should be hired by another club to coach them. I'm with you. Who have we got next They're week? They're a game and a half off. Who have we got next week? You got have- GWS in Canberra, which we're going to. <laughs> if the Suns beat GWS in Canberra, I will eat your hat. Really? If we... Win a single game this year, that means we'll make it into the eight. That's, I will eat your that's too vague. I, that's you can't you can't work to that. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm being negative. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. You know what I liked from it though, Broden? I'll tell you what pills, I loved about it. The bouncing of the pills. What I loved about it was uh, different players than usual were giving an opportunity and stepped up. Ever since Weller got injured, Rory Atkins has been playing and he's been very serviceable and good and middling. I've loved his game. On the weekend, he kicked two goals and had 32 disposals. Sam Flanders with 33. Ben Rory Long. Atkins, 32. Yeah. Whew. Ben Long stepped up, had a great game. That was what I really loved about it. What I saw when I started watching it was a group who were emotional and pissed off. Mm. Their great leader, the man who will eat a lolly when it's just thrown into the coach's box, yeah. had been taken taken down. Got I'm around. sure they all didn't love him, but yeah. they looked pissed off. Yeah. They genuinely looked pissed off. And uh, oh, fuck, I love Ross Lyon in the media. He's so funny. Well, he literally yeah. came out and he's like, yeah, we're awful. We, and there's people in this team who shouldn't be playing in the <laughs> AFL. Like, he was like, when our, he's like, when our top players don't play well, the other ones aren't good enough. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fair enough, too. I mean, that's what a lot of people probably think about their teams. Yeah, and he's just really honest about it. And he's at a position where he's like, I'm going to fire half of these guys at the end of the year. <laughs> he's like, and they're not good enough and I didn't pick them and now I, and I hate them. That's funny because I feel the opposite about the Suns. I often feel like our top echelon are not there yet. Mm. Like your Kings and stuff and not really figured it out yet. They will. Haven't really figured it out yet, Mac Andrew. Our, but our bottom guys, our VFL guys, our guys who are fighting for a spot, that's where I think our heart is at the moment. If disposals are an indicator of who played well, yeah. it's a worry for Saints because it's Brad Crouch, Wangani Malera and Wynn Hager yeah. are your three best players by disposals. Yeah. I know that doesn't mean much, but 
It's not good. Something is seriously wrong with Jack Steele. Yeah, his 22 disposals didn't really touch it much. He's been up there with, at least in disposals-wise, and impact on games and tackles, mm. I would argue, he's been in the top five players for the last five years. Yeah. And he's just nowhere near it this year. Question mark, but I loved it. Like, keep the go, keep the Sunnies in in chase. Yep. Saners, you're going to drop out soon, guys. Yep. Whew. Uh, one more game in this little section. Carlton v Port. Yep. Carlton played a dramatically hampered Port yep. and kicked their ass. I think it was a mix of Port needing a moment and Carlton being in really nice form now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lost one of their... What, what, would you say their best forward or their second best forward? I think Kerno's better than Mackay. And thankfully, it's only a... It's not an ACL. Yes. That Mackay went down with. It looked very, very bad. Yeah. But it's only eight weeks, yeah. which is probably season ending now. Yeah. But um, at least it's not dire, dire, dire. Yeah. So Doherty, Cripps, Akers, Walsh, Newman. Yeah. Other disp- and they all had in mid-20s. Yeah. Above them is Houston, Rosie, and Drew, who all touched the ball more. Dan Houston, by the way. Who is yeah. this guy? Yeah, honestly. Captain of the club, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, uh, he should be. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, no, I thought he was. No, their captain is a guy who is in the seconds. I thought there was their back who, yeah, doesn't get a game. I thought that was Houston. Tom Jonas is <laughs> Tom the captain. Tom Jonas. Showing my ignorance again. <laughs> but yes, no, it was, Jack Silvani kicked four goals. You know you're doing well. Kerno three and Motlop had four as well. Yeah. Um, no, lovely. A nice Carlton game. It's good for the economy. Yeah. You don't like Carlton. No. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's good for the economy. And I, I, I liked this from them. I liked being if, wrong. If they bounce back and play finals, it will be a humongous win of a season for them. Isn't that crazy? Just smash it, then awful, then smash it again. Yeah. Are they just, if they can finish it with a smash it and not finish it with an awful, yeah. then, it's, then it's a good year. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'll talk about in the headlines later, but Port feature in my I'm predicting headlines. Yeah, great. All right? Yeah. My next point that I wanted to bring up is that we are, we said it last week, but I just want to drill it home. And thank you, everyone, for sending it through every time it happens. But we are media influencers now. Yes. Everyone's listening to us yeah. because they're afraid and they don't know where to get their media information from. Yeah. What did I say about Sunday's football? Go see Barbie and Oppenheimer doubleheader. Don't bother. No, I, well, I, I knew that that wasn't out. So I said, go and see Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. My or bad. Insidious. My bad. SEN on their things. They said, maybe go to the movies. Yeah. Thieves. Yeah. Thieves. I couldn't agree more. Gillen, yeah. talking about AFL NRL straight yeah. after that. We had on Wednesday, Bronson Reed, WWE superstar. Yeah. This is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. We just had him on. To t- this is a nice Adelaide guy. He's a professional wrestler. He lives in Florida. We had him on and we're like, oh, is that a WWE coming back? He's like, Oh, yeah, maybe. I think it's been Nick's this year, but maybe next year. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I want to go. I was like, oh, I'm trying to work up to get business class yeah. flights because I hate sitting in my seat. Yeah. How many articles came out? These, all these WWE wrestling, like wrestling articles. Bronson Reed wants to fly first class everywhere <laughs> yeah. and revealed that a, that an Adelaide, <laughs> an Adelaide main event is, is slated for next year. <laughs> It's like fucking hell! Everyone is listening to us. Give yeah. us, give us hot takes. Yeah. How can we use our platform for good? Is my question to you. Well, I think we do good by shouting out 
song of the week at the end of the episode. Yeah. It helps support musicians that yeah. greatly need it. Yeah. I think we shout out charities when Broden has to donate to them. Beyond Blue. I think we shine a light on different parts of the football landscape that are often not shone lights yeah, on. Yeah, we're gods. Like Jacob Gaynor. So I think Nab, we're trying. No one will ever bank with Nab again. <laughs> Except, no, you know, I'm sort of stuck with him. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we do our you part. I've been are looking you... at that high speech there. So you so, so you wanted. Want me to get moving? Are you suggesting we could do more? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next game. Hit that sting. Geelong was supposed to be launching their stadium. It's nowhere near ready. Yeah. So Essendon went down there to a place they've never been before and got trounced. Yeah. And they had to cart Zach Bailey off because it was a milestone game for him. Yeah. They just got pumped. Did you do Zach Bailey on purpose again then? Zach, yes. (laughs) Zach Merritt. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yeah. they got pumped. Yeah. They suck. That was so shit, man. Why were they so shit? I genuinely, I don't know, but genuinely like them going to Geelong for the first time ever must be part of it. They lost by they, 77 points. They must have been like, oh, yeah, literally. Oh, this is a place that's really hard to play in and we've never played there before. Mm. We've got to be careful because the Cats play much, much better here. I'll give a little, another little note of what they should do. Yeah. Put a football player on... Tom Hawkins. Yeah, totally. Five goals, three. Oh, how good's that? Well, they don't really have like a big, tall defender, do they? They play Rid- Ridley's injured, isn't he? Do you reckon Brad Scott likes playing Chris Scott? <laughs> I think the poor guy. <laughs> the other one, the other one, these twins. Yeah. One's just walked in, got a premiership in his first year, and yeah. then hung around in Geelong. Probably goes get some fish and chips. Yeah. Fucking get some Gorman. Put some. Goes to Cotton On, gets a shirt. Probably goes to Ocean Grove a lot. Grows his hair long. Yeah. Thinks he's top shit. Yeah. His brother getting pumped at North. Did everything he possibly could. Yeah. Then goes to the AFL. Everyone hates him. Yeah. Then goes to Essendon. Starting to look really good. Yeah. Hey, finally. I've got a good club I'm in charge of. It's all working. I'm getting... Like, people last week were like, Brad Scott, he's building a system that's yeah. genuinely working. Yeah. And fan ba- fans ring out for the first time in a decade since the drug saga... I feel good about this club. Yep. Holy hell. You go, oh, I'm going to go play my brother. <laughs> Kicks his ass. Do you reckon the brother thing has anything to do with it? No. Nah. Reckon Chris Scott told him some things to help him, you know, get I the reckon job and that? Subconsciously, but not on top. Yeah, right. But they never talk about their relationship, which is strange. No, I don't think they're that close, right? They spend Christmas together. That's. I mean, it. they'd have to be close. They've won, they won three premierships playing together. Yeah. Uh, Brad followed him, I think, two, two or maybe... One of them, then they, one of them was better than the other. Yeah, right. I can't remember which one was, but they went and played together the whole time. I but think they're probably close. They started coaching in the same year, but do you think like how how often do you reckon Ben King and Max King text? I reckon they're in groups. Yeah, I reckon they've never texted each other since they left. Wow, they spent their whole lives together. They're best friends probably, but uh, twins are close. Yeah, twins have this symbiosis. Remember yeah. the Hancocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, they both get guys we went, to, went to school with I'm not bad uh, that uh, <laughs> no, That's fine um, uh, Nothing else to say apart from Geelong now look like a Look awesome Yeah When they play at GMHBA yep. If you're Geelong Yeah Why would you ever play a home game at the MCG? Why? Yeah 
like for money, but bad. Yeah, so that's why they've built their stadium out. Yeah. I don't know what their new capacity is going to be. It'll be like 60, surely. If that's what they're building nah, to. No, that 60 is too big, isn't it? That's Optus Stadium. Can't be 60. It'll be like 45 or something. But they would make so much money from yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Because they own it. Yeah. I think it'd be great to live in Geelong and go to the Never play games. a game in Melbourne again. Yeah. Make a fortress. It's already a fortress. Yeah, but then it's, they lose all the finals. They... It's the size of a basketball court, man. Yeah. And they're the only ones who know how to play it. Yeah. They, but they, they... Apart from GWS who pumped them down there every yeah. time. But they do need to play games at the MCG as well, so they learn how to play in grannies. Well, but no, not if you... Not if you... Not if you can... You're still going to play there. So you yeah, play because you could play Collingwood there. Make Collingwood go to GMHBA. Make Richmond, Essendon, Collingwood, and Carlton yeah. go down the highway, please. Yeah. Now my actual favourite game of the weekend. Okay. Uh, Melbourne Brisbane would have been apart from the unpleasant. <laughs> GWS Adelaide. Yeah. I know we're not uh, umpire bashers, but they were paid by Adelaide to <laughs> give Adelaide. The calls yeah. this night was the worst umpiring I've seen all year. Sure. It was so bad. Uh, Adelaide 50,000 there just drilling yeah. GWS. GWS don't have any fans. Who cares? They just kicked Adelaide's ass. Mm-hmm. They're evenly matched as far as where they're developing to. Yeah. It was just so good to watch. Toby Green is, I think, my favorite player in the AFL now. He's one of those players who you just watch. And if he gets near it, he just finds a way to kick goals. He's yeah. um, he's genuinely unbelievable. Yeah. Cogs, killing it. Toby Bedford. So many, like Whit- Whitfield. Yeah, Whitfield played really well in his 200th. 200th. I think it was his 200th. Tom Green missed with injury. So, you know, even that's saying something as well. Josh Kelly, one goal, 28 disposals. Lockie Whitfield, 28 disposals. Mm. Cogs, 23. Uh, I think they're the, the... I just love them. They're so... They're my favourite... Genuinely my favourite team to watch now in the AFL. They play such exciting, cool football. Yeah. Big fan. I saw a tweet or an article or a Reddit. I can't remember. Sorry, I should pay more attention. But it was saying that, like, GWS are that team now that are ahead of the Suns in the way that they're starting to build an identity in the way that they... Yeah. Have Toby Green, who when he retires is going to have kicked a significant amount of goals. Yeah, like he's going to be a 400, 500 goal. I think they have fans. Like I see them in social media. I think yeah. they have fans. And it's not a big amount, but they have fans. They're starting to have a group of ten players who are going to be two hundred or three hundred game players. Yeah, and they've played in the grand final, so they're starting to be. They're not the new kids anymore. Obviously, no, they haven't no. been for a long time, but they're starting to be a real team with real heritage and stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I dig them. I dig them. And our boy Jacob. Yeah. What a gun. Yeah. What was his this week? He had. Um, he did two really funny ones. He did one from Elf, where it was Jack in the Box and Crows yeah. with an Elf, and then they uh, surprised him. And the second day, he did. Um, Sid the Sloth. Sid the Sloth from uh, Ice Age, where he's saying, Why do they always do this yeah, to yeah, us? Yeah. Why do they always do this to me? And then. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this thing where he keeps using North Melbourne. Yeah, he's got a few sneaky jabs a, at North A prehistoric Melbourne. turtle walks past and it's North Melbourne. Did you know Sid the Sloth is played by John Leguizamo? Yes, from the Leguizamo Rama podcast. Yeah, Have they ever done Ice there. Age? Yes, they do. Every single Ice Age they do a Ben Russell. Oh, that's nice. So they Why? just released their fifth Ben Russell one. How many Ice Ages are there? Oh, there's so many. They do the games and everything, you know? Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's fun. Um, oh, such a good game. Go mm. back and watch it. Or go watch the KO Mini if you can get it working. Yeah. Mm. Hey, another thought. Yeah. This time last year, we started to get 
whispers of people moving. I remember this time of year was like Grundy's looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew he was going to Melbourne early, didn't we? There would be people now who were starting to, there'd be like coffees happening. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, player X. Yeah. I know you're coming out of contract or I know that your team wants you moved. Mm. I reckon we're going to start hearing about players wanting to move. Yeah. And I'm putting the call out to people who listen to this who are in the know. Yeah. Send send through your DMs. Yeah. And if you can if you if you can prove that you genuinely are connected, we're going to start breaking news. Yeah. We have between us uh, not got a journalism degree. <laughs> we don't have an AFL official coverage card. I think yeah. I think there's a membership you have to have. Oh, really? Crazy. But we're just going to do it. Yeah. So start breaking, hey, I've heard that this person's actually on the thing and we can yeah. start breaking news Yeah, because we've got the visuals now. Go yeah. watch our Stuart Jew TikTok. Yeah. Send us the hot tips, there's please. There's really please. been nothing that comes to mind, hey? Like usually there's at least some free agent moves. And shit like, would be going down. Oh, 100%. Did you see um, uh, there was the TikTok that went around about um, Clayton Oliver who had a coffee with Carlton? And, yeah. yeah. Sam McEwer loves that. Yeah, I Sam love McClure. it. McClure loved that because he was like, he broke that yeah, and then right. it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I love it because it's humanizing. Yeah. I love that, you know, I think all that loyalty and stuff is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I love to know that players are talk, doing their due diligence. If you've ever played NBA 2K, the best part of the year is picking your new team. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's the best bit. <laughs> so that's just a little message. Send through your information, people. I want to hear it. Yeah. My next question. This is the biggest match of the week. Okay. All right. Of the upcoming week. Yeah. Who wins? Barbie. V Oppenheimer. Yeah. Who you got? Who's going to grow small and what's going to be a better movie? Barbie will grow small. Oppenheimer will Oppen. Oppenheimer will deliver to expectations. Barbie will exceed expectations. Let me tell you something. Yeah. One, Christopher Nolan is the highest grossing director in the world. Like he's he he's really? one of the few That's not true. Uh, What's his face? Faces James Cameron. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, he he is one of he's one of the last personality directors. Yeah, the Tarantino, him, uh, the Transformers guy, Scorsese, Michael Bay, even so. Like, he has his style. Michael Bay. Know? Michael Bay had Ambulance come out last year, and no one knew it was him, and no one went and saw it. Right. Okay. Um, but it's just an alright film. Watch it. I did fall asleep, but there's good bits. <laughs> He's got this drone that goes down the side of a tower and then turns a corner. It's incredible. Did you watch his zombie film? No. I thought it was pretty cool. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. He loves cinema. He makes cinema for yes. people to go and see cinema. Yeah. He loves a twist. <laughs> IMAX. No, that's M Night Shyamalan. Can't <laughs> stop making every. Dir- He's another personality director. Yeah, totally. But no one draws an audience like Nolan because a lot of dudes who look like me, yeah. in their thirties, he's he's their god. Totally. And so, and also the that's the one. Yeah. Two, Robert Downey Jr. said before he went on strike and wasn't allowed to talk anymore. This is the best movie I've ever been in. Yeah. So let me name you some Robert Downey Jr. movies. Yeah, good, because I'm unsure if that's a compliment or not. He's been in some good movies. So uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Tropic Thunder, where he played, where he, where he blackfaced. Yeah, I, I do quite like that movie. It's quite good, quite clever. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes is a great films. Have you watched them? Guy Ritchie movies, yeah. They're actually pretty good. He's in uh, Sh- uh, Zodiac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Charlie Chaplin. Oh, really? 
he, he's in all of the Marvels. Yeah, all of them. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah. He thinks this is the best movie he's ever done. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited for this movie, man. I know. I'm excited. Too. I love war. Yeah. I love World War Two. I'm the biggest dork. Yeah. I love... And the other thing, IMAX. Yeah. So, more expensive tickets, higher gross. Yeah. Don't know how that works. On the other side, in the other corner, mm. one of the best writer directors going around yeah. in Greta Gerwig. My top five films yeah. is hers, Ladybug with Sasha, yes. Ro- Sasha Ronan. Is your favorite film, Full Stop? It's in my five. Yeah. It's in my five. Yeah. Greta Gerwig is a super... Everything she makes is incredible. She adapted Little Women. And yes. It's very, very good. Yep. Barbie, right? Yeah. It's going to have... It's got like... off. There's so many films made for people who like boy shit when they're kids. Totally. And not a lot made for girl shit when they're kids. No, a lot of Disney stuff, but never like big cinema stuff. Girls love Barbie. Yeah. And there'll be people seeing it ironically, and there'll be people seeing it sincerely. This is going to... I genuinely can't pick it. But it's also very funny that the man with the nuclear warhead... Mm. At Barbie, yeah, are the are battling it out. But I, I think the thing that's interesting, Brighton, is, and I, I'm not sure about this, but what I've heard, and a lot of it's from uninformed, you know, people yes. on Twitter and stuff, is both are not what you'd think. Yeah, that's great. Like they're both. You Here's know, my the prediction. trailers have given nothing. Barbie is Barbie is, and like I, I hope this is what it looks like to me. Barbie is she's in the Barbie world. She's taken into the real world, and then we got a bit of a Brady Bunch movie situation where it's Barbie in the real world, fish out of water. Right. I thought it was maybe a little more adult. Ken break up. Ken and Barbie. I think they're going to make it not as adult as you think because right. you want to be able to bring 10-year-olds to okay, it okay, and you okay, want to be okay, able okay. to bring 30. Yeah. It'll be saying something profound. Yeah, sure. I, 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 I guarantee. To guarantee you that. Margot wouldn't have done it unless it does because that's Yeah, well, Greta doing. Gerwig wouldn't make something that's not got... Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Ken and Barbie break up. They get back together in the end. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right? On the other side, Oppenheimer, I think it's about when the main character made a nuclear bomb yeah. to blow up, uh, to end the war. That's yeah. what I'm predicting. What I'm also is, um, Hans didn't get the call up again for Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's off him. He's off him. Who is it? Martin Goranson again. Oh, we love Martin Goranson. We love uh, Tenet. Well, this, this is a Martin Goranson podcast, folks. Yeah. We love- Nolan's out. Uh, not what's, no, Nolan is not out. Hans Zimmer is he's out. out. June, overrated score. Tenet, Tenet, better. Excellent score. Tenet, better score. And also, 3,005. And also, this is America. What? Oh, he made the uh, the Childish Gambino song. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. of all of his stuff. It's all Ludwig he's, and, he's, and Childish Gambino. He, he is genuinely a gun. Yeah, he's And this amazing. is... this. Is, don't come here unless you are a Goran, Joranson man. Yeah. Fuck, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm going to see these movies. I want your full reviews. I can't go to the movies because I have a little baby, but I want your review. You got to go to the movies. You got to go to for one of these. You, if you can only see one, what are you seeing? I'm seeing Oppenheimer. This I is feel... this is where a couple of old boring yeah, dudes. I feel sexist saying it almost, but probably that's. The Don't feel bad for Barbie. <laughs> yeah, Barbie will have its day. More it's... importantly, yeah. More importantly, these films need to do well for movies. Yes. I haven't seen a movie I liked in so long. Yeah. And that's on me. But I, what's the last movie you liked? Yeah, I gave up after Shang-Chi and the other one. Shang-Chi in what, 2021. What was the other one that came out? The other Marvel one after? Sure, the Shang-Chi Eternals Redemption. or whatever? Uh, 
Do you remember the Eternals? Oh yeah, no. You t- you were just talking Marvel. Yeah, movies. but those are the last two films I saw in the in the cinema, and that's when I was like, oh, I don't think I want to see there's Marvel good fil- films yeah. anymore. There's good know? films out there. Art house ones that win the awards, like yeah, everything yeah. everywhere all at once and stuff. Yeah. I'm talking like a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, you know no. What I, mean? I haven't been to them since because I gave up and it's all Marvel. I want to see a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah You know what I mean? Yeah. North Hawthorne, hit it. Uh, I predicted the commentary team, I was off by a couple. So they put <laughs> Hudson on this game oh. as punishment for something, clearly. <laughs> I want to know what Hudson did to get this game. Yeah, totally. He was stroppy about it. Uh, Kelly Underwood I'm a f- That's what I want to say I'm a fan of the Sunday afternoon team Right Yeah Because <laughs> like The whole team there Underwood Hudson Brereton Del Santo Mooney Yeah None of them No one cared no. About the game no. Maybe uh, Brereton a little bit Because Hawthorne are playing Yeah But they're all just like <laughs> Just had this energy of Oh yeah I, w- I was sitting on the ground With my son right And I had the windows open We got big like tall windows, you know, and uh, so much sunlight. It was such a beautiful day. Tom's, Tom's of the Getty family, by the way. He, <laughs> he's a billionaire. And I looked at the TV and it was this dark Marvel under lights thing. And I just thought, that's what I hate about Marvel. It's dark. It's so and depressing. Dingy. It's like, so depressing. It was so beautiful outside. At the G, it would have been gorgeous. Yes. Very depressing. It was a beautiful day to, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And in that fucking, oh, gross. Yeah. What do we talk about? Do we have to talk about this game? Uh, no. Uh, North had some two very bad injuries, I think, um, which made them worse than probably even they have been. A bunch of sons debuted. Father sons. Oh, debuted. All right. I can't remember who. Because um, we talked about Harvey last week, Cooper Harvey. Okay, so all their father sons, right? Yeah. This is this is uh, Jackson Archer, Glenn Archer's son. Oh right, has been named. He's the same age as Boomer's kid. He in the same team as Luke McDonald, who was his father's son, yep. Bailey Scott, yep. and Cooper Harvey. So four right. father sons in one team. Yeah, I think they need to get rid of the father son. That's totally unfair. Well, you'll have them in twenty years. I know. I'm just joking. That's a it's a lovely part, a lovely part of it. And then the other thing is apparently Clarkson is not coaching, but he's going to every under 18s match this year he's just sitting and watching and on behalf of the north of north. oh right that's interesting and he's he's heavily heavily involved in all the list management stuff apparently. yeah right so take from that what you will maybe he's going to do a ross Lyon type clean out oh, i think i think if you're a shit team you go and look at all the good new players and go <laughs> yeah. i think i'd like them yeah guess the leading disposal getter for the old hawkers for the old my hawkers your boy boy warple newcom oh my boy newcom what, what did warple start? have Warple had one goal, 32. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Which is nothing to be sneezed at. No. In fact, probably a better game. But I can't bring myself to talk about that. Same with this game. Over at Optus Stadium, Richmond, 38-point win against West Coast in front of 900,000 people. <laughs> Props not, to them. Props not, to them. Not super convincing, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't super convincing. And West Coast, if they could kick straight, just that one small thing, if they could kick straight, they would have won. Yes. So they kicked Dom Sheed twenty eight, Kelly twenty seven, mm. Daniel Rioli with thirty one disposals though. What? Wow, how good's that? And then Oscar Allen had three goals, and Bolt, Shy Bolton, Dusty, and Marlon Pickett all had two goals each. Mm. Whew. It was, uh, Sunday offered what we thought it would. That's enough football. Let's get to the headlines. 
right. So if you haven't heard us play this before, we like to predict three headlines that will be in the newspapers and talked about on the radio and in the media mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. One is very likely. The second one is 50-50, like a bit of a long shot. And the first, third one is very unlikely. Yeah. Last week we talked about, we did pretty well. I think all of them. We had a, yeah, a gentleman's strike. Yeah. Tom, what's your most likely? Clash jumpers. Oh, yes. No, yeah, no, that will most, that's going to happen. Most talk back tomorrow will be about clash jumpers. Yes, a lot of clash jumper stuff. I that's think. a very, very, very good point. <laughs> I think so many people were tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. I think that will set the tone for the week. <laughs> Second one from, uh, first one for me. Powers off. Can Port win the flag or are they pretenders? Yeah, love that. One loss, right? And then I've seen a little bit areas of like, oh, they've conceded a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there'll be a, hmm, Port aren't actually very good. Yeah, no, they, I, I saw that as well. I think they've conceded more than 110 points like four times, which means that no ever other Premier yeah. has ever done that. Yeah. So you're going to start seeing that. Yeah, totally. What's your 50 50? Opinion. Sam Kerr should come to AFL when she's done with this weird soccer business. <laughs> That's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's going to happen. Like, they're already running articles about how so she should have played AFL anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so someone's going to put it out there like... Didn't she play for Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. the best footballer in the world. Yeah. <laughs> she should absolutely never play AFL, but someone's going to put it out there. 50-50 for me is the year of the blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to say, Carlton can win the flag. Yeah. You're very unlikely. I I couldn't pick between two, and they're both Geelong related, so I'll just read both of them. But it was either Geelong will win the premiership. Oh, yeah. Or Essendon should never, ever have to go to Geelong again. It's unfair. (laughs) Probably one of those will run. Yeah, no, no, that'll be really good. I can't (laughs) wait for that. Essendon don't have enough representatives in the media. Kane Corns will always go in for Hawthorne, uh, for Hawthorne, for Port. (laughs) Yep. Collingwood have got them everywhere. Yep. I want, I want an Essendon. Matthew Lloyd's the only one. Yeah. Give me a, like a real mental case who's going to go into bat for Essendon and yeah. champion them like the... Get Shady back. Yeah. My very <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Monster milk kills someone. <laughs> Mon- iced coffee. And yeah. did you say yours? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Malaka time. Great. So we've covered a lot of Malaki, so we won't talk about it for too much. How long have we been on this one? Hour and a half, Oof. straight. Well, I had to do a. I, you know, remember that? Remember uh, when I had had to plead forgiveness an hour and a half ago? Yeah, that was funny. That was a good cold five minute open. Mm. No music for that, I reckon. Just cold. yeah, no, totally. And then you do bounce <laughs> that pill. And then, yeah. yeah. So, um, so we already know we have a new inductee into the Hall of Fame. Mm. Well done, Braden. Congratulations. Great. So we already talked about my opinions on Melbourne and how I f- feel like they're not doing enough to work out. How to play Grundy and Gorn and get the best out of them. So Simon Goodwin? Yep. You can do Simon Goodwin or the, the wider coaching um, team. Mm. Bulldogs, we already talked about. Can't trust them. What are you doing, guys? Okay. I like Next that. Next one. Jared Waitley gets a malaka for responding to the trolls oh, and doing exactly what you should never, ever do. This is because he's in his 50s. <laughs> he's so dumb. Okay, so what happened? Jared Whateley, who we talked about, great media, you know, you know, wins all the journalism awards. Yeah. He's only 49. Yeah. That's boomer territory. He, Someone put up a quote on Twitter, you know, took a photo of him yeah. with a quote under it saying that 
Brian Myers is the Lionel Messi is like is as good as yeah. Lionel Messi yeah. or as great as Lionel Messi. And you look and you go, that's fake. But a lot of other people were like, yeah. a lot of idiots were like, no. Yeah. So what I learned this week, a lot of idiots who follow football on yeah. Twitter and social media. And so his response was not to go, I didn't say that. Oh, what do I do? Oh no. Yeah. He got on air as there's a quote out there that is saying that I that I did not say needs to be pulled. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever did that, we need it pulled now and just kept going and then yeah. bothering commenting under what's wrong with you? I'm worried. Delete this. Yeah. You haven't responded. Delete this. Yeah. Grow up. And that just built the fire. Yeah. The one thing you never do is engage with yeah. the with It's the- only gonna be worse from here. Every week there's gonna be twenty 30, yeah. 40, Now it's memes. a thing. Yeah. To the point where Grian Myers was getting asked about it after the Geelong Essendon game. Yeah, did you hear the commentator call it, um, oh, geez, that was messy. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, messy ass, yeah. Messy ass, that's right. So good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay, he has to get it. Yeah, Jared, you're a massive Malacca. Right. He's lucky. Well, I'm lucky. No. He, I, I, it would have been me. Yeah. But I got a Hall of Fame, I mean, a Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah. All right, two more quick ones, and then you can choose. Oh fuck, all right. <laughs> AFL gets one. We're still seven weeks out. We're seven weeks out from AFLW. Still no fixture. Yeah, no, that is massive, Malacca. Seven weeks. Like I've got a Marnie on to talk about that. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like it was crazy when what Marnie told us two months ago. You know? Yeah. Like it, it's insane. Seven weeks is insane. So f- <laughs> uh, AFL. <laughs> now we get one, Braden, together. So I got an email here from <laughs> from Alex. Pointed out something really silly we've been doing. Okay, what have we done? There have been, there have now been two instances <laughs> where people have written in suggesting you give us your top eight list. Most recent one was ice cream toppings this week. The one before was the backers menu items. Anyway, my point is that both times you've read out the mailbag item, Broden has been dumbfounded as to why people are asking for a top eight instead of a top ten. It's a footy podcast. <laughs> top eight. I don't see the correlation. <laughs> That's why people... I've been confused as well. Why do they keep asking for top eight? It's because AFL has a top eight. Why Why should we assume there's a connection to football? We're talking about ice cream. Every time I've been like, I don't want to do eight. I'll do ten and I've done ten. <laughs> like, neither of us can right. understand. That's a fair malarca. That's so silly. All right. So who gets it? Jared Whiteley. Jared Whiteley. But if by this time next week... If the AFL does not have a fixture, fixture <laughs> the AFLW. for the AFLW, <laughs> they get Malacca. They get a huge Malacca. They might even be going to the Hall of Fame. All right, I've got three quick Suvlakis for you. Oh, yum. We've got a Melksham goal slash Viney goal slash Melbourne in general. Like, honestly, well, that's I've some not, of the best football. I've not seen it. The Viney goal was just phenomenal. The rip out of Oscar McInerney's arms. The Melksham goal was just yep. phenomenal. So that's a Suvlaki. Mm. Next one is, did you see Steph Curry's hole in one? Yeah. I, I Steph Curry hit a hole in one. He's a freak who is just clearly, yeah. he's just clearly got it in him. My understanding is that's the most difficult thing to do in the world. A hole in one. Yeah. It's a fluke. You've got to be really good and it's got to be a bit of a fluke. Yeah. You've got to hit it you properly. You one in your life, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Ma had one the other week. Yes, that's um, sick. He loses some... He would be Curry. Yeah. But his team, his caddies and the guy he's playing with went to celebrate and he just ran <laughs> yeah, off. he ran off. He just ignored them. And so they sort of awkwardly started yeah, celebrating. Yeah, and then started high-fiving each other. Yeah. So he, he loses a couple of points for not being a team player. Yeah, okay. Um, is it just those two? No, I had one more. Just please, quickly, and please. we've already spoken about it, but Jacob's uh, social media coverage this weekend was just oh, he's, phenomenal. He could be Hall of Fame Suvlaki. Yeah, he could be. 
Uh, it go, it's got to go to Melbourne. I need to, I need to get some points. <laughs> yeah, I need to get some points back. <laughs> uh, go D's. Go D's. Uh, songs. Song of the week. So I've gone, because I'm not listening to anything at the moment. Sure. But I'm listening to a lot of music, a yeah. lot of Jungle Giants at the moment. Yeah. As I uh, I'm putting a lot of playlists on as I paint this f- house. <laughs> yeah. But I went a classic. If you haven't listened to Interpol, Turn On The Bright Lights... It's one of my favorite, favorite albums of all time. It's a, what would you call Interpol? Uh, like o- old indie rock. rock. Yeah, indie rock, rock from the yeah. mid-2000s. Yeah. My, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bands. Obstacle One on this album. Yeah. Um, awesome, awesome album, Interpol. Give mm. it a listen. And yours? Well, so I had a bit of a realization this week, Broden. Mm. Um, last week, I shouted out Golden Features. Mm. And actually, like a whole bunch of people messaged me and said, I've listened. That was awesome. Yeah, no, people listen. People take your... In your thoughts very seriously. Yeah. So I've realized- Must that- be all that music you make. <laughs> yeah. So I've realized I've got a bit of a platform. So I've decided that every now and then I'm going to shout out a very local, un- more unknown artist. Yeah. Like we shout out Mitchell, you know- our- Artie Zip. Zip. And there's a guy in Melbourne who's a friend of mine, not a close friend or anything, but I, I-, I know him and he's a friend of mine. ACDC. Called Jay Zayat. And he's doing like- Amazing hip hop. How do you spell that? J A Y Z A Y A T. And the song you got to listen to is Whoa. If you like American hip hop, he's like the best person in Melbourne doing like American hip hop. like it. He, Jay, you're killing it. I love your work. Everyone go listen to Jay Zayat. Listen to Whoa. Tell him I sent you. Support local musicians. And on that, uh, thank you all for listening. Mm. Tune in Wednesday for a very special guest, Aaron Gox. Gox Saints die hard. Mm. Aaron Gox. Very funny boy. We'll see you then, and then we'll see you for our round 19. Mm. The year's just flying by, isn't it? it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Once again, my sincere apologies for leaving early. (laughs) I will never do it again. Mm. Have a great week. Bam, slap. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>